presented by the American Beverage Association. Hey, good morning, Playbookers. I'm Rogu Munavalin. It's Thursday. President Biden wants to restart his stalled agenda, but here's the question. How? It's your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. In a pair of meetings with two separate wings of the House Democratic Caucus last evening, President Joe Biden received mixed messages over how to jumpstart the stalled agenda, according to multiple people familiar with the talks. In recent weeks, as action on key Democratic priorities has sat in Congress, progressives, as well as some senior party leaders, have pushed the president to more liberally use his pen to sidestep Congress and take executive actions to enact key campaign promises on everything from immigration to climate to student loans. But that proposed strategy has caused heartburn among other Democrats who worry about the potential for political blowback, not to mention concerns about those policies being rolled back the minute a Republican president is sworn in. That brings us to Wednesday, when Biden met with members of the House Progressive Caucus and separately the more centrist New Democrat Coalition. The progressives asked Biden to take action unilaterally on a host of their top priorities. Per a statement from the CPC, that list includes, quote, canceling student debt, raising the overtime threshold, lowering prescription drug costs, expanding renewable energy to decrease reliance on fossil fuels, and fixing the Affordable Care Act family glitch to expand access to health care. The New Dems expressed caution on the EOs and sought to appeal to Biden's history as a legislator, urging him to continue banging heads together in Congress until a reconciliation bill passes. New Dem leader Susan Del Bene told Playbook on Wednesday night, quote, Clearly the president may be able to take actions, but we feel that for long-term durable policy, Congress needs to act. We have the House, the Senate, and the White House. There may be slim majorities, but we still have an important opportunity to make long-term change. This whiplash of things going back and forth via executive action doesn't really help over the long term. The New Democrat coalition has been among the most gung-ho backers and vocal defenders of the party's expanded but expired child tax credit, but they indicated to the White House on Wednesday night that if Senator Joe Manchin isn't willing to go there, and he's not, they can swallow a reconciliation bill without it. Del Bene had this to say, quote, We know the reconciliation bill only helps people if we get it across the finish line, and that means we have to get it through the Senate. Making sure we get those 50 votes, that's key. We're all very pragmatic about figuring out a solution. Progressives, meanwhile, argued that Democrats will pay an electoral price if they fail to move their agenda forward despite controlling Congress and the White House, and that unless the party has more to show to their base, their voters might not show up, making the party's midterm losses even greater than expected. On that note, here's your statistic of the day. Quote, the last time the enthusiasm gap was this wide in 2010, Democrats lost more than 60 seats in the House. That data point comes from Politico's David Sider's look at a trend line that's getting worse for Democrats. The GOP's edge in voter enthusiasm has grown from 11 points in October to 14 points in January to 17 points in the most recent NBC poll. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 10.15 a.m. Eastern, President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris will receive the president's daily brief. At 1.30, Biden will speak about his administration's efforts to ease gas prices. Bloomberg scooped that the administration is considering releasing oil reserves to the tune of 1 million barrels a day, which could be announced in these remarks. Comms Director Kate Bedingfield will brief at 3 p.m. The House will meet at 10 a.m., and at noon, we'll take up the Affordable Insulin Now Act. 
HHS Secretary Javier Becerra will testify before an appropriations subcommittee at 10 a.m. Speaker Nancy Pelosi will hold her weekly press conference at 10.45. Botswana President Mugwetsi Masisi will testify before a foreign affairs subcommittee present challenges and progress on COVID-19 in Africa at 2 p.m. The Senate is in today. U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai will testify before the Finance Committee at 10 a.m. One last thing before we get out of here, an update on Representative Madison Cawthorn. CNN reports that Senator Tom Tillis, quote, is throwing his weight behind a primary opponent to Cawthorn, State Senator Chuck Edwards, also backing Edwards, the top two Republicans in North Carolina's state legislature. For more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Raghu Manobalan. Have a good Thursday. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. America's beverage companies are working together to reduce plastic waste in our environment. They're carefully designing their bottles to be 100% recyclable, so every bottle can become a new one. Please help America's beverage companies get every bottle back. Learn more at everybottleback.org.